Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay. We're on. We're rolling. <laughs> we're <There's> on. No <laughs> going back from no this point. No way to stop it. No. Can't delete anything. Mm-mm. It's live. Start over. Nope. Yes, it's very live. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We've never just deleted a lot no. of what we've recorded because it was bad. Yeah. And then started over. Definitely not a file on my computer entitled Four Minutes of Bullshit where we just <laughs> talked about home improvement the show <laughs> for four minutes. <laughs> That sounds like something I brought up. (laughs) Probably the Santa Claus, but it could have been an unrelated movie. Who knows? Are Um, you still... If you say his name. Okay. I was going to ask, are you still being plagued with updates? About... Tim Allen. I didn't say it. Uh, no. Okay. Thank God. Now it's, um... Is it still Pete Davidson? Yeah, I do get Pete Davidson ones. And I don't even know why. Yeah, Because the other ones are always, like, related. Maybe it's because I watch SNL. Yeah, but there are so many people on that show. I know, you don't but get he's Keenan Thompson updates. He's the most dramatic one making headlines, though. I guess that's true. I don't know, uh, but it's that, and also the Will Wheaton Jerry O'Connell thing that I sent a screenshot yeah. of. Yeah, where I was like, I w- I got that update like three times a day for like a week. What even was it? It was like Jerry O'Connell apologizes to Will Wheaton because he didn't know what he was going through when they recorded Stand by Me. Oh, I, what was he going through? I guess he was, um, there was like some domestic abuse at home, Aww. but well, I didn't can... click on the article because I didn't want to encourage it to keep sending me more. It was just like, please just look at it <laughs> and then we can leave. <laughs> we just need you to see this. Just please read it. Skim. Just skim the article. <laughs> skim. Look at the pictures and the captions and then go. But like, please, <laughs> somebody needs to look at it. You're the only one who cares. Then I would just get endless Will Wheaton updates, I'm sure. I forgot Will Wheaton was in Stand By Me. He's the main character. Yeah, well. <laughs> Will Wheaton. I know, but River Phoenix is more interesting. That's true. Yeah, no, you're right. No, I haven't, but I'm sure, you know, whatever we research next, I'll just get a lot of updates about. So Yeah. Good. <laughs> it is weird, though, that it sticks with one thing. Because, I mean, for how long were you plagued with Tim Allen updates after we did like Santa Claus? six months. It's like, I've looked at other movies since then. And I didn't even look. I mean, I know my phone and my laptop. You know, or both on my same Google account, but yeah. it was on my laptop that right. I was doing research. Right. Leave my phone out of this. Stop it. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't get anything like that, but I also don't use like Google News or any, you know. I, I mean, I don't either. Off yeah. Maybe I should just delete Google. Yeah. <laughs> even though I have a Pixel <laughs> just phone. Just get rid of it. Yeah. I'm sure it wouldn't shut down or make it act weird at all. System 32. Delete. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Who needs it? I was watching Criminal Minds. Yeah? Are you surprised? No. And there was an episode just called Rule 34. Oh, no. And I was like, 
Ah! <laughs> Skip that one. I watched it. It was about like weird, um, like torture, internet yeah. stuff. But I was like, no, Rule Thirty Four. It's about is if it exists, there's porn of it, right? And it's always just cartoon characters that you don't want to see banging, right? Not actual people committing murder. No. That's not fun. <laughs> I mean, none of it is fun, but... No, that show's not fun. I can't watch it. I know. It's too much. I started watching Law & Order Criminal Intent because oh. all 10 seasons are on the Peacock app. Oh, shit. They have um, <laughs> they have collections for the fans, mm. and it's like, you know, if there's like shows like that where they're like different spinoffs and they all put together, and that yeah. collection is just entitled Dun Dun, <laughs> and it's got all four Law & Orders in it. And That's like so great. All, all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I watched episode one of Criminal Aww. Intent last night because I've- Little I've, baby Vincent D'Onofrio. I've been watching Murder, She Wrote, but I'm in like season nine of 12 and there's like 23 episodes a season and I'm like, okay, I'm finally getting to the point where I'm like, I'm a little bit tired of this. Yeah. What else is there? Well, I'm on season 14 of Criminal Minds and there are 23 episodes <gasps> a season. That's so much. But to be fair, I did start watching it like a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. I've just been it just it's gotten to the point sort of with Murder She Wrote where I just put it on to be in the background. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And it's like that's not why am I watching it then if I'm not like engaged in the mystery, you know, yeah, and I don't yeah. even know who died. So so I was like, I need to go watch something else. Um but they put yeah, so all of Criminal Intent is on there and all ten seasons of Columbo is on oh, shit. the Peacock app as well. So Nice. I was trying to figure out I thought that that was the app that I was like oh i get a free year of this for some reason and oh. i gave you the login too but that wasn't it it was, I was paramount that's what it was because yeah. i was trying to find i was like i know one of these fucking 40 streaming apps has like all the nickelodeon shows and i wanted yeah. to go watch some goofy nickelodeon shit yeah it's paramount paramount which i still have not used your login i should yeah. oh yeah i don't know how much longer it's got to be at least like six months because <laughs> yeah i don't know it was probably with your T-Mobile. Maybe, like yeah. T-Mobile's always giving you shit. That makes the most sense. But yeah, it's got all the Nickelodeon shows, so I want to go watch some of those, but yeah, it's not on, it's on my boyfriend's TV. It's not on mine. That's why I was like, which one of these is it? Oh, yeah. But I didn't even in- bother installing it. True. Oh, speaking of other nostalgic things before we jump into it, I just bought, because it was on sale, normally $80 on sale for $30. Oh, sure. I bought all six they have the Crash Bandicoot, oh, like three of those games that have been remastered, and yeah. then the three like Spyro the Dragon games that have been remastered. Oh, it's so, like all of them together for the in Switch? a big old bundle. For now, I got it on Steam, oh, okay. which I'll have to go play. Not at my house, but yeah, I have a key, <laughs> so I can go play whenever I want. So it's a rain all weekend. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> just playing Spyro for the next three days. Hell yeah! But yeah, very stoked for those. That sounds tight. Yeah. I was always, we didn't have Nintendo things in my house growing up. We just had a PlayStation. So we yeah. just played Crash Team Racing. People are like, Mario Kart. I'm like, Mario Kart who? <laughs> Crash Team Racing. That's what it's about. Mario Kart who? <laughs> We're a PlayStation I don't even know what a house. Rainbow Road is. Anyway. Anyway, um, this is not a Nintendo versus PlayStation podcast. No. It is. Not yet. A podcast called Replay Rewind. Where we talk about kids' movies from the year 2000 or before and before, also before, always before. Maybe before. Usually before. Mostly before. Have we had a 2000 movie yet? 
Yes. We accidentally did a 2001 one mm. for the Patreon, I think. Yeah. We did a 2002 one as well. That doesn't count. Those are fake movies. <laughs> Those movies are fake. Anyway. Not real. We're going to talk about a movie that we haven't seen in a long time, and we're going to remember what happens in the movie, and then we're going to go and watch the movie, and then we're going to come back and tell you about the movie and give you trivia about how it was made and who made it and why they made it and who benefited from it <laughs> or Walt who Disney. was punished. Always. Oh, yeah. Medieval torture style. I'm Bucket Snake. S- I'm Meat Wedge. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you could be proficient in some sort of medieval, I don't know, pastime, oh. weaponry. Yeah. What would you want to do? Hmm. You know. Just any pastime? <laughs> like weaving. <laughs> <laughs> Loom weaving. I mean, that'd be pretty tight. Butter churning. <laughs> Those are more like you had to. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this is this fun for you? Like, no, but we need butter. Yeah. Like, How else are we going to? Having a good time. Eat bread. Um. <laughs> you expect me to eat this bread with no butter? Get fucked. <laughs> Dry bread? What do I look like? Um. I don't know. I... As far as like RPGs and stuff and weapons, I usually play like a ranged yeah. character. So I I like doing bow and arrow type stuff. Yeah. Uh, because it's fun to yeah. just go snick and then someone's dead. That's yeah. funny. Somebody's like, "Where did that even come from?" <laughs> uh, and when you play older games and you do that, and the person next to the person that you shot doesn't even notice that their friend has died. Yeah. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Uh, they have the stupid's disease where they can't turn around. Oh my god. It's always the last place you look. (laughs) I, yeah, probably just bow and arrow. I think that would be cool. And I mean, that's the thing that I could learn. I like that archery has become more, like, popular as a sport. Yeah. In recent years. Because it wasn't when I was growing up. No. We practiced, like, we learned to do it in middle school. Yeah. We went out on the field. And then this girl... I knew who might not be a girl anymore. I'm not sure. Um, Happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I apologize if I'm accidentally misgendering you. We haven't spoken in 25 years. Yeah, that's fair. But um, she got really good at it. Nice. She was like doing competitions and shit. Well, now schools have like teams and stuff. Yeah. Like I, that compete, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, prob- probably archery, horseback riding. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, ooh, metal smithing, blacksmithing. Oh. Being a blacksmith would be tight as hell. That would be so sweaty, but but like in a cool. sexy way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm sweaty and I look good doing it. Oh yeah, like the blacksmith on um, a knight's tale, the woman mm-hmm. who made the really good armor, but nobody liked her because she was a woman. Mm. Yeah, classic, classic. Speaking, of, we were just talking about that. Just because she's a lady, right, doesn't mean that not she's good. not talented. <laughs> God. Hmm. See, I'm the opposite, and when I, whenever I play like Skyrim or things like that, mm. I even tried the first time I made a Skyrim character. I was like, okay, she's gonna be real sneaky. We're gonna model her after a Catwoman. She was like a Khajiit. Oh, she was like, yeah. So, and then the game crashed. It was oh. like, no. And I was like, you're right. I was a fool to think that I could do anything <laughs> but pick up a giant two-handed weapon to smash skulls in. Oh, no, I love being sneaky. Yeah, I, I love don't. to sneak around. It stresses me out. It's fun. I want to just go in, 
berserker style <laughs> smash everything until it's no nothing is moving anymore this explains like, your right. dnd character yes. yeah it, that too where i was like my plan i was like all right i'm gonna be like this little like tiefling wizard loves to learn languages blah blah blah, blah. And yeah the dm was like okay that's totally fine to do whatever you want but like we do need a tank and i was like okay all right universe the universe has spoken <sighs> big dude with a big weapon you i got it yep but like so like in theory that sounds fun mm. but in practicality it sounds messy yeah and heavy it is very heavy so and slow yeah so anything horse related would be cool jousting sounds really painful yeah get you right in the ribs i don't want to get bonked by anything <laughs> no <laughs> so yeah maybe maybe archery would be tight it'd just be cool into... just to be good at sword fighting though yeah that'd be cool too like normal sword fighting mm-hmm. not bashing but like yeah. agile yeah fencing yeah that'd be cool too but yeah. also intricate tapestry making might be really fun Ooh, yeah if you had the time to just and you don't have anything else going on or you could be a painter literally nothing else is going on a, pa- a painter i'm a painter i paint they're gonna say i'm a bad painter but okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah well why are we talking about medieval times not Wait. the restaurant <laughs> have you ever been there no oh i have it's fine yeah i don't it's fun to eat with your hands yeah no, i don't know nothing about medieval times appeals to me the restaurant or the times the actual time, yeah, <laughs> just it just dirty and I know bland I, and I do think that being a princess would be cool, mostly because I think my name goes really well with the title of princess, oh, not Meat Wedge, Princess Meat Wedge, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, Princess Meat Wedge, but your royal Meat Wedge, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it sucked, yeah, it's dirty, itchy. Yeah. Oh, none yeah. of the even your clothes are not comfy. You gotta wear so many layers. Right. You gotta wear, braid your hair every day. I don't know. You gotta. Mm. They didn't bathe very often, and even when they did, it was with their clothes on. And so it's just like, I just I think about when I like get out of the shower and I mm. get in my clean sheets, and I'm like, oh, the height of luxury. I mean, truly, <sighs> some people don't get to do that. <laughs> but they don't. They probably didn't. They just slept on what fucking straw. True. Who, who the fuck knows? I guess they never had the feeling of like just freshly showered they didn't know what they were missing but still like even you know you like fell in a pond and you were like oh man i feel better i wonder what we're missing that will exist in the future well we'll never know (laughs) we're not gonna make it (laughs) (laughs) we might i mean some of it we might see um (laughs) anyway what are we doing here what we're we're, talking about a movie what movie is it about a movie we're talking about uh robin hood Disney's yeah, Robin Hood. Disney's Robin Hood. My birthday, and I get to pick the movie. Um, and I love this movie. This was one of my faves mm-hmm. as a child for yeah. sure. It's just so good. It's yeah. so cute. It gets a little it. scary in there mm. towards the end, but does it? Yeah, when everything is on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, the fire. The whole castle's on fire, and yeah. he's like getting all the money out of Prince John's house, and it's yeah, kind of intense. And they think Robin. Hood is dead because they shoot a bunch of arrows at him and right. his cat goes floating off down the river. But but he's fine. Spoilers. Um, wow. But yeah, I mean, we you know, we all know We the know the, tale. Cl- the classic tale of a fox <laughs> and a bear. It's got some of our favorite people in it, too. I mean, um, yeah. that guy who voiced Chief from Fox oh, and the Hound whoosh, whoosh, is back as the, the whistly tooth man. Yeah, he's as the sheriff. The sheriff, yeah. And Phil Harris. Mm-hmm. Is in it as 
I almost said Baloo as Little John. <laughs> he also plays Baloo. Yeah. What if Baloo is in this movie? I mean, he practically is. Robin Hood and Little John are walking through the forest. Da, 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 da. I don't know the next line. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and the the rooster that plays the song. Love yes, him. that's um, what's his face? Mm-hmm. What's his beak? <laughs> <laughs> Roger. Oh, Roy. He's like a famous, <laughs> yeah, folk singer. Yeah, it's just really good. The song "Not in Nottingham" that they sing when they're all sad because none of them have any money. Oh, is one of my favorite songs. Like I... Disney songs, just like. I remember I that happening, but yeah, I don't remember the song. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think I've watched it since we were roommates. Yeah. I had, this is one of those that, I mean, maybe it got like, I don't know. I had a copy of it on VHS as a child, mm. like you do. And then years later, I tried to watch it and it was so warped. Oh no. She's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I've ruined this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it a lot. And then there's a couple of things like sometimes sometimes when I try to call my mom yeah. and she doesn't answer the phone, which is most of the time. Yeah. I just think of that scene where Prince John is like, Hiss, you're never around when I need you. <laughs> I think about that. Hiss. Hiss. Why why is Robin Hood it's such a good tale? I don't know. And like to be it's so adaptable. Yeah. Like from Disney's Robin Hood. All the way to Robin Hood Men in Tights right. is like it's the same story. Yeah, but there's just so many, yeah, so many versions, and uh, yeah, get more intense or more silly or like mm-hmm. cute or whatever. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think is it's fun. You're like he's technically the bad guy, but you want yeah. him to do well, and he's so charming, but kind of a scamp. Mm-hmm. We love a scamp. Oh, and he's just handsome. Yeah, I've heard so many people say that one of their earliest crushes was on robin hood from yeah. this movie that, you know that's fair it's he's cute just, he's very charming yeah i like the way he talks yeah he's and it's a good movie a big beautiful bushy tail mm-hmm. alms for the poor <laughs> yeah oh okay i'm excited we gotta go <laughs> we gotta go watch we can't it talk about it anymore i gotta go watch it <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
well. That's a fucking comforting movie. Aw, it really is. I mean, you know the story. You know what happens. You watched it a million times as a kid. I did. You know, the colors are nice. The characters are fun to look at. It's funny. It isn't too challenging. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's just a comforting movie. It's a good movie to just like have on whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Until it gets uncomfy at the end. Well, it does get a little, yeah, with the the killing and stuff, but, <laughs> you know. The killing. Yeah, the almost killing and setting things on fire. But it's true. Other but than it that, is, as a movie, yes, it is very comforting. You're yeah. right. It's true. And I think watch, you know, because we watched it when we were so young because mm-hmm. it came out so long ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it also takes you back a little bit. To, oh, it definitely To being does. a little baby. Yeah. Before you had bills. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what our tax is, but it sounds miserable. No, thank you. I don't like it. Yeah, so the IMDb says the story of the legendary British outlaw is portrayed with the characters as humanoid animals. Yes, the legendary British outlaw. I guess he's really the only one. Mm. Not like another one. Guy... Fox. Fox. Almost like Guy Fieri. I know you did. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, no. Wait a minute. The legendary British outlaw, Guy Fieri. Yeah. You know him. You, we all know him. He's legendary. He is. He's, it's sloppily (laughs) upon the villains. (laughs) (laughs) Donkey sauce. (laughs) He tortures people by making them watch videos of him chewing until they tell him his secrets. That's just his show. That's the whole show. Actually, That's why it I can't watch it. Oh, yeah, I don't. He goes into restaurants and is like, tell me your secrets. <laughs> yeah, tell me your secrets. <laughs> then he eats them. And then I'm going to chew really loud and go, mmm, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Zoom in on my teeth. Ew. Anyway. Okay. Robin Hood opens on the song. The song. It's called Whistle Stop. And it's like, it's, there's. I've just seen like a hiff of the rooster just walking like his walk cycle and just seeing it uh-huh. gets the song stuck in my head you know you can change your island's theme song on animal crossing and i was like i wonder if i could figure out that song that song yeah just slowly drive yourself insane yeah yeah it's cute the opening credits are super cute because this movie came out in the 70s and so it's just that like they put everybody in the beginning mm-hmm. and they were like, no, we want you to sit down and watch it. There's no action happening right now. It's just credits. But well, I like the way like that a they little, look. Oh, you see the characters a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're running around running chasing around. each other and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's not plot yes. happening. Um, And it's just really cute. You know, it opens like a storybook and mm-hmm. like the backgrounds are all hand painted. I don't know. The way it looks is just, yeah, very, it's extremely nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I... I, I, and I feel like it used to be really common for the beginning of the movie to open as a book. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think especially yeah in this time period. Well, I was trying it to just, think of something. Jungle Book definitely did. Yeah. I know Sleeping Beauty did. Sword in the Stone did. Princess Bride. So yeah, a lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these where it's like we're gonna tell you a story. Yeah. Like, this old classic tale. And so the stories come from books. So here you go. It's the only place they come from. It's well, true. Now, you know, kids these days don't even, they don't, how do I turn this thing on? Uh, you know, they've never seen a book before. <laughs> <laughs> I, never been, I can't even write cursive. Where do I plug this in? <laughs> Other boomer <laughs> memes. Other boomer memes. Et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. You get it. Um, yeah. So we get a lot of the credits. We find out that Sir Hiss is voiced by a guy named Terry Thomas. That's it. 
Terry hyphen Thomas. One name. Terry Thomas. Nice. He had a full name, but this is his stage name and I like it. Yeah, he wanted to be Mononymous. Mononymous? Me too. Bononymous? <laughs> <laughs> Bononymous? Hyphenonymous? Anyway, I do think it's interesting that it shows everybody's name. Mm. It'll say like Robin Hood, a fox. Yeah. And it says the rooster, a rooster. Uh-huh. And then later he's like, that, that's not my name, but that's fine. Yeah, like I have a name. <laughs> His name is Alan Adale, actually. I'm not just a rooster, okay? Yeah. I'm more than a cock. <laughs> <laughs> it was just weird for him. I have a name. But so he says, you know, everybody's heard the tale of Robin Hood, but we in the animal kingdom have our own version. The true version. Yeah. And I'm going to tell it to you now. Makes sense. Yeah, in the credits we see so many of the nine. Yeah, lots of them are listed. And also Don Bluth. And Don Bluth is here. Which I think, you know, he he leaves, right? And he's not as old as the rest of the nine. But right. he's one of the classic animators. He's yes. on like all of the same. Yeah. Yeah, he was around for forever. That they are. Yeah, he just wasn't like Walt Disney's friend. Yeah, and I guess because he left under bad circumstances instead of just like animating yeah. until he died. Well, I think, I mean, he wasn't there for like. <laughs> You know, Snow White. And yeah, the the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, not in the thirties. All right, right. He was born in the thirties, <laughs> yeah. in fact. So, but yeah, so he, but he, he was, yeah, he was around for a long, long time. There for a lot of it. Kept coming back and worked on so many movies and kept going. Okay, that's the last straw, right. and then stuck around to finish a project. Yep, and then we we get a song and we see Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, picking up the field mice and bopping them on the head, <laughs> something like that. Laughing back and forth at what the other one has to say. I know. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodalolly, oodalolly, golly, what a day. And it shows them, like, I thought this was really cute. It shows them coming to, like, a fallen log that is being used as a bridge. Mm. And they both are like, no, 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 after you. Yeah. No, after you. And they end up taking it at the same time and falling off. But that's a little nod to, in the actual story, when Robin Hood and Little John meet on opposite sides of a log. And they're both trying to cross at the same time. And then they fight over it. Yes, like in Robin Hood Men and Tights. <laughs> it's not the Mississippi. I'm on the East Bank. I'm on the West Bank. Yep. Uh, so we see in the beginning, it starts with the sheriff chasing Robin Hood and Little John through the forest. Mm-hmm. But they escape. The sheriff leaves. And then Little John and Robin are just kind of hanging out at their little campsite talking. And Yeah. Or I know they're hanging out in a tree. It's like, oh, yeah. Jumped up into a tree to escape. Yes. Which is. I love, like, Robin is on Little John's shoulders, and he grabs a branch, and they swing up into a tree. Yeah. And then later, Little John is like, it's going to be hard to laugh with a noose around our neck. Mm-hmm. And Robin Hood's like, the sheriff and all of his men couldn't lift you off the ground. And I'm like, one, rude. Two, you just did. You just did it. So how strong is Robin Hood? Yeah. Incredibly. But Little John has a big <laughs> question. Incredibly. He wants to know. Are we good guys or are we bad guys? You know, our whole robbing the rich to feed the poor thing. Yeah. And Robin's like, well, we're not robbing. Yeah. We're just borrowing from those who can afford it. Yeah. And then Little John says, boy, are we in debt. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But here comes somebody they can borrow from. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, just fucking trumpeting their way through the forest. There's no one around. There's no reason to have like a whole goddamn soundtrack. But it's a whole procession. Elephants, rhinos, hippos. They're carrying a big box of treasure and there's uh, a carriage covered yeah. in gold. Yeah. 
inside of this carriage is a lion and his little snake counselor. Sir Hiss. Wearing a tiny little cape. Sir Hiss. Around his shoulders. Not shoulders. <laughs> it's just a tube. I love him. And his little hat. I know. He's the best. Um, Yeah. So it's Prince John, the lion, and yes. Sir Hiss, the snake. Right. And Prince John's crown is too big. It won't stay on his head because it's not really his. I know. He like flattens out his ears to try and like hold it on better. Yeah. He's like, there. <laughs> And it's still just like covering his eyes. Yes. I love Prince John so much. I know he's the bad guy. Yeah. He's a terrible dude. But just the way that he talks mm-hmm. is so funny. Like he talks, he's wearing the crown, looking at himself in the mirror. And he says, this crown gives me a feeling of power. Power. <laughs> and then he says, forgive me a royal chuckle. <laughs> power. <laughs> I I just love the Prince John character, like yes. in every iteration of the story. Like, That's true. He's always great. The Prince John and Robin Hood Men, Men in Tights is so funny too. Yeah. He's like so soft and yep. snivelly. Yeah. And I have a mole. <laughs> Take it easy, Robin. <laughs> this is so funny. I like him. I like him. <laughs> and you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that. That's just the character, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Sir Hiss is trying to, like, be nice and compliment him. Yeah. And so regal. he slips up and he says King Richard's name. He says something like, the crown looks even better on you than it does on King Richard. Yeah. And Prince John is like, I told you never to say his name in front of me. Mm-hmm. He gets real mad. And Sir Hiss says, a mere slip of the forked tongue, sire. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we learn that Prince John and Sir Hiss conspired together basically to convince King Richard to go off on the Crusades, Mm -hmm. leaving Prince John in charge, even though it made their mom very sad. Yeah, to see Richard leave. Yes, and then Prince John is like, she always did like Richard better, and then he starts sucking his thumb, Mm -hmm. which annoys the shoot out of Sir Hiss, and he's like, you have a very loud thumb. (laughs) Which is so cute, especially because he looks directly into the camera at that point because he's trying to hypnotize yeah. Prince John. To so get him to stop. Like, yeah. Not profile. So you don't get his little snake snoot. It's just like flat. <laughs> and he has that big gap in his teeth because the voice actor, Terry Thomas, was known for having like this giant gap in his teeth. Aww. So they were like, Sir Hiss is going to have it too, which is really cute. That's adorable. And it's just everything about their exchange is so good. Prince John gets mad and he's like, one more hiss out of you. Hiss. <laughs> and you are walking to Nottingham. Yeah. And he says, Snakes don't walk, they slither. Mm-hmm. So there. Yeah. And then he like fashions arms out of his snake body. His own loops. So Do that he can, him. yeah, hump yeah. on the side of his basket. I know. And he also like the art style in this one, everything is a little bit fuzzy, mm-hmm. including Sir Hiss. And I think it's just like Disney was really just trying to like cut corners. Yeah. Spend as little money to make a movie as possible. So they just weren't cleaning up lines. Yeah. Because everything's a little bit sketchy, but it makes him look like a fuzzy. Yeah. And it's just adorable. Well, and I also wonder, too, if it's like when it came out, you know, it was, it was in Technicolor, mm-hmm. but it was not a super clear picture anyway. So the sketchy lines maybe didn't matter as much. But yeah, now that we're seeing see it in HD, yeah. you know, we're like, damn, wow. y'all got an eraser? Clean up your lines. They can't afford a race. But I like it because now it's kind of like the stylized yeah. thing. Yeah, it's very like you can look at it and go, oh, that's like a 70s Disney movie. Yeah. It's just like automatically. Which is, I think I also mentioned in the Flintstones of like, you can tell everyone's wearing a lot of makeup, mm-hmm. but we probably couldn't tell when it first came out. But yeah. now that it's in HD, yes. it's just like, damn y'all. Like, ooh. <laughs> 
caked Yike. on there, buddy. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. They just uh, put too much makeup on the snake. <laughs> snake makeup. Snake up. Yep. <laughs> Robin and Lil John are watching, you know, this procession go down and they're like, all right, I got an idea. Mm-hmm. So they run toward the carriage, getting dressed as they go. Yeah. And they're dressed like little fortune tellers, little wigs. Yeah. And they just keep those in their dog pocket. Some yes. blue eyeshadow, yeah. you know, some fake Giant titties. Giant hoop earrings. Yeah. You know, you just keep those on you just in case. Yeah. Anytime. You might need them. Little John realizes that the carriage belongs to Prince John. And he's mm-hmm. like, all right, it's very illegal to rob from royalty. Yeah. And Robin Hood's like, no, 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 no. This will be the best performance. Yes, like come I on. just just let me try. We get to perform in front of the prince. Yeah, like Once let's, let's see what we can get away with here. Exactly. So they flag down the carriage. Yoo-hoo! And they're like, <laughs> a fortune tellers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Prince John is like, oh how droll. So he makes them stop the carriage. He's like, come on in. Sir Hiss is like. Hey, I don't. I, they might be bandits. This is a bad idea. But he's like, who's ever heard of female bandits? Puff, so he puff, lets puff. them in. Yeah. Well, first, first he says, "I'll permit you to kiss the royal hands, whichever, whichever one, whichever one you want first. Go for it." And yeah. they just suck the rings right off of his fingers. Let- they take the jewels out of his yeah. rings. And Sir Hiss watches it happen. Yeah. And is trying to tell Prince John, but he's trying to whisper. Mm-hmm. And I suppose when a snake tries to whisper. <laughs> They have to get so close to your ear that it just tickles. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't hear anything that Sir Hiss says. He's like, get out of my ear. He's just like, whoop, stop hissing <laughs> in my ear. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Just like that. Yeah. It happens a couple of times. So he ties him in a knot and throws him in a basket. Yeah, sits on him. He ties him in a knot a lot. I know. It's sad. It's mean. So Robin closes the curtains and dims the light in the carriage and tells John to close his eyes. And then he's like scoping it out. You know, what kind of treasure do we have in here? And then from outside, little John has a crystal ball full of fireflies. It just mm-hmm. kind of shakes it. So they all start glowing, lowers it in there. And Robin's like, oh, look, you know, sir, the spirits are here. Yeah. Check it out. And he tells his fortune. He's just like, oh, I see a noble face. So handsome and cuddly. And he's like, mm, cuddly. Yes, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, he's kind of trying to distract him, and he sees a bag of money on the ground. Sir Hiss can also see that Robin is reaching for it. Yeah. And so they kind of play a little tug of war over he it. smacks him on the hand. Yeah. But he, he ends up getting it, and uh, Sir Hiss can't do anything about it. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, because he just can't funny. get out. Yeah. He's being sat upon. <laughs> but it's funny. He can get most of his body out yeah. to, like, fight with him, but he yeah. can't actually get out. The hit. <laughs> Prince John smacking the valley. You hear that hiss? Oh, you goddamn, you're in a basket. It just keeps getting quieter and quieter. This is the way he says everything kills me. So then outside, Little John's just kind of hanging out, and then he's like, ooh, solid gold hubcaps. And he just starts stealing them with his butt. Yeah. He just walks over to one and then, like, shimmies. I think his hands are behind his back, but but it it just looks like like, he's just like, yeah, with his butt. He steals all of them and then goes over to the big treasure box and uses his dagger to carve a hole in the bottom of the chest, which yeah, he just holds out the bosom of his dress. Yeah, you you get a shot of the, the treasure chest and it's covered in locks. Yeah. And he just goes up and just cuts a hole in the bottom. He's underneath it. There are four <laughs> dudes holding it. Yeah, and he just sneaks over he's there. Just, he's a giant bear. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, he's just holding out his dress and it's just all going in his bosom. And a guard, like, sees him, but not until he's walking away. And the guard just, like, wolf whistles at him. And yeah. he's like, hello. As he Hello. goes around the corner. 
That guard, that hippo has a bear fetish, I guess. <laughs> so then they're kind of running away. Yeah, Robin leaves the carriage. Wearing Prince John's coat. Yeah, <laughs> he's got as much as he can carry. Little John has as much as he can carry, but they both come around the carriage, opposite sides, don't see each other, run into each other. Mm. Gold flies everywhere, just like when you're playing Sonic yes. and you get hurt. Just yep. gold everywhere. True. They try to scoop it all up, and then the guards have finally caught on. Yeah. And Prince John comes out of the carriage wearing his long John underwear. Yeah. But he just stands there for a second. It's almost just like, what's going on here? <laughs> then he finally is like, whoo! But he says, I've been robbed after them. And so they started. They start to chase after them. But then the carriage falls apart because it doesn't have hubcaps on anymore. Hiss. You're never around when I need you. That's what I say to my mom when she doesn't answer the phone. You say, hiss. Hiss. You're never around when I need you. <laughs> just to myself. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, she yeah. hasn't answered the phone. Exactly. You should just leave that on her voicemail. I should. But they, they try to chase after Robin and Little John. But, you know, no hubcaps. Carriage falls apart. Prince John and Sir Hiss just, like, end up flying off into a big mud puddle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Prince John is mad at Hiss for whatever reason. He well, because takes... he's like, I told you that was a bad idea. I told you not to yeah, let him in. And he you never listen to me. takes all his anger out on him, so he grabs a mirror mm-hmm. and smashes it over Sir Hiss's head. He's like, it's seven years, bad luck. Yeah. And then he's like, and plus you've broken your mother's mirror. They know. So he's like, oh, mommy. <laughs> Starts sucking his thumb and like holding his ear. Yeah. And then he says, oh, I've got a dirty thumb. I know. It's covered in mud. <laughs> He's so pathetic. I know. So now we're in Nottingham. Mm-hmm. We see reward posters for Robin Hood, but nobody's saying shit. No. Obviously. No. And the people of Nottingham are having a really hard time paying their taxes. So we see some people in the stocks. We see like a business is having a tax sale. Everybody's just having yeah. hard times. Yeah, all the shops are closed. I was like, why is Prince John taking everyone's money? I mean, sure, he has a bunch of money now, but he can't spend it anywhere because he's put everybody out of business. He just wants to sit on it like a dragon. Yeah, like the gold isn't worth anything if you can't use it anywhere. Right. Anyway, the Sheriff of Nottingham is fucking walking around town being excited about how much misery he's causing. Yeah, just thinking about how he's a bad, bad man. Yeah, and he sees Friar Tuck walking through town and he follows him into the blacksmith shop mm-hmm. who is a dog yep and his name is Otto yeah Friar Tuck gives Otto a little bag of gold he's like this is from Robin Hood but the sheriff overhears this yeah comes in knocks on the door and is like hey I'm here you know to collect taxes and Otto's like since I broke my leg I haven't made any money so sorry and then when he goes to sit down the sheriff can hear the coins jingling in his cast. Yeah, because so, they hit it real fast. Yeah. So the sheriff, being the giant asshole that he is, <sighs> picks up his leg and empties all the money out of his cast. While he's like, ow! I know, he's smacking the bottom of it. And there's, because I watched this movie so much as a child, there mm-hmm. are a lot of noises that yeah. are just, and the, him going, ooh, yep. is one of them. Where he's like smacking the bottom of his foot. Poor dog. Yep, and he snatches the money up and leaves. Yeah, singing his little song. Yeah. So now we're in a different part of town, and we see a child's birthday party is happening. It's a little rabbit. His name is Skippy. He's yeah. got about 100 brothers and sisters because they're rabbits. He's a rabbit. And his mom has just given him his present, and they're all singing happy birthday, and the sheriff busts in and finishes the song, and he's just like, oh, it's my birthday, you know? And he's like, well, go ahead, open up your present. 
And so he does, and he's like, oh, one whole farthing. And then he goes to dump it in his hand, and the sheriff just like, whoop, reaches out, snatches it, and says, oh, you know, thanks so much. Prince John appreciates your contribution. Yeah. He's a baby. He doesn't have to pay taxes. No. It's so rude. (sighs) Yeah, because the mom is like, we all scrimped and saved to give him that for his birthday. Yeah. And the sheriff is like, and Prince John appreciates it. Right. The family that saves together pays together. What a jerk. But as he's about to leave, a blind beggar fox comes in. Mm-hmm. And he has some coins in his cup and he's saying, alms for the poor. Yeah. Which is always in my brain. Yep. And the sheriff uses a coin to like bounce down in the cup and grab everything that's in there. Yeah. It bounces them all. Yeah. Snatches them. Heads out. Stealing from a baby and a blind man in the span of five minutes. Yeah. Incredible. Anyway, he heads off down the road. So after he's left, the mother rabbit is like, well, you poor old thing, just come in here and rest your bones. Mm. And he's like, did my old ears hear somebody's having a birthday? And this poor little rabbit is like, yeah, it's me. He's crying. He's like, he just stole my present. He says, well, keep your chin up. And then he like pulls up his glasses and winks at him. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit, Robin Hood. And everybody's really excited. And the little girl bunny, I think, is just every child who watched that movie because she's like, he's so handsome. Oh, yeah. It's like, he is handsome. He is, but you're like a three years old it's bunny. True. Stop it. I mean, as long as he doesn't turn around and go right back at you, I babe. know. <laughs> but so Robin Hood generously gives Skippy his own bow and arrow and his hat. Yeah. And it's very sweet. Yeah. And he goes headed out of the house to try out his new bow and arrow. Goodbye, Mr. Robin Hood. Come again on my birthday. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And before he leaves, uh, Robin Hood gives the mom a bag of gold. Yeah. To help out. Yes. And And she says, oh, Robin Hood. Oh, Robin. Oh, Robin. If it were you. She (laughs) cries about it. You risked so much to keep our hopes alive. Bless you. <laughs> she's so sweet i, I know her. everybody really appreciates all of the the things that he's doing it's i cute. know which is why you know they're like they got all these wanted posters and it's like wh- why would you think for one second there is a thousand like pound reward oh like they, w- they would actually but, get it though they right know better than that and like i don't know just you know it's like he's doing more good you know probably yeah. than that like so but yeah I, never, I didn't even think about that you know that he's they're not even gonna get it no absolutely not so the three kids run off to play. It's the three rabbit children and the turtle. Yeah. The little boy turtle. So their name's Skippy is the one whose birthday it is. Mm-hmm. Sis is the girl bunny. Okay. Toby is the turtle. Ah. And then the baby bunny's name is Tagalong. Oh, Tagalong. That's so cute. I know. <laughs> after a cookie. I know. Adorable. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So they're out there so that Skippy can play with his bow and arrow. And he, he's like, watch me do this. And he shoots it and it goes right into the castle mm-hmm. courtyard area. Yeah, immediately. In in classic Sandlot move. They're like, shit. <laughs> we, we, gotta, we can't get it. It's the only one. Yeah, we got to go get it out of there. But if we do, Toby says, you can't go in there. He'll cut off your head like this. And then he puts his head into his shell mm-hmm. and it echoes when he talks. They and know. it's very cute. Yeah, but he says, "I mean, it's my only arrow. I'm going in." Yeah. So he goes up to the gate and starts walking through it. But then Sis is like, "Oh, you better 
Bumeric Toby take an oath first because he might tattle on you. Mm-hmm. So he does. And he says, snakes, spider snakes and lizards heads. If I tattletale, I'll die till I'm dead. Oh, no. <laughs> That's harsh. It is. But so he takes it, crosses his heart, goes in there. And then we see Maid Marian and Lady Cluck who are playing <laughs> badminton and being so silly and yeah. cute. And I know. They're having giggling. A, a great time. Yeah. And the birdie, like, Maid Marian hits it and Lady Cluck goes to hit it back and it just goes down her dress and she's like hopping about, flapping around. She's like, I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> and Marian's like, where on earth could it have gone? Yeah. And then it ends up on the ground right next to the arrow that Skippy is going to grab and mm-hmm. they, they grab them at the same time and make eye contact and uh, you know he gets really scared right he's like please don't cut off my head yeah and Lady Clark's like hmm you look a lot like someone I know what do you think Marion she's like you look just like Robin Hood yeah and then little Tagalong sneezes and they the two adults look over at the gate and see the three kids just like peering in watching yeah Lady Cluck's like, don't know, but I think we're surrounded. <laughs> so fucking cute. That They're like, cute. come on in. Like, come hang out. Yeah. You know, we're not going to hurt you. So they all do. And Sis is just like, you're so beautiful. I know. It's really sweet. And they're like talking about how their mom told them that Maid Marian and Robin Hood are sweethearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, wow. Just spilling all the hog. I mean, that's what kids do. Like, my mom says that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's the one from Kindergarten Cop? Oh, girls have a vagina and boys have a penis. <laughs> His father's a gynecologist. <laughs> yeah. The little turtle, Toby, he says, did you kiss him? I was yeah. like, okay, that's a little personal, Toby. Yeah. None you. It's absolutely none of your business. Yeah. But the, their dynamic always felt weird to me as a child where like they're mm-hmm. both very clearly in love with each other and yet they're also like, he doesn't even remember me. I'm like, why have you been apart? Yeah. In the first place. And I feel like that's the tale in every Robin Hood story, too. It's like, they obviously like each other and know each other. Right. In Robin Hood Men in Tights, they had just met, right? They'd never met before. I don't know. Because they're... I don't... I have no idea. But in this one, they definitely... They used to be sweethearts. And they ran around when they were kids together. And, you know, she's just like, oh, I'm so in love with him. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but he doesn't even remember me. She says that was before I went to London. So I guess she was gone for a while. Yeah, like they hung out when they were younger. Yeah. And now she's moved back. Went off to college. Yeah, to Fox Mm -hmm. College. (laughs) Yeah. Where you learn about Foxen. Anyway, I've always thought it was very strange. But, you know, she says he's probably forgotten all about me. And Skippy's like, Robin Hood pulls a sword out of nowhere. Right. And he's like, no way. He definitely remembers you. He would never forget, you know, like a person like you would never do a thing like that, whatever. He's going to rescue you, which I'm like, is she a prisoner here? Like, what I guess is maybe the a deal? Prince John. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's more backstory that they just assume that we know. I guess I, I've never because seen it's like in the classic tale. A serious Robin Hood movie. That's fair. <laughs> this I've seen this one and I've seen Men in Tights and that is my exposure to the Robin Hood tale. You know what? same so maybe there's an explanation because king richard is her cousin and yeah. so therefore prince john is also her cousin right and I'm like why is she stuck here in this castle because prince john sucks i guess what 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 does he have to do with it just fucking leave I don't know. you're an adult don't get it i don't know the rules she wouldn't have any money i guess but so yeah he says he's gonna show up and he's gonna rescue you and then Lady Cluck pretends to be Prince John and grabs her badminton racket and they fight. While she's sucking her thumb. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Toby again pulls his head in. He says, I'm scared of Prince John. He's cranky. I know. But then she pretends to be slain 
And Skippy gets concerned for a second. Yeah. She's like, did I hurt you? I know. It's so cute. She's like, no, this is the part where you take your lady fair off into Sherwood Forest. And he's like, well, come on, lady fair. Yeah. He drags her off under a bush. And he's like, what do we do now? Yeah. And Maid Marian's like, well, usually the hero will kiss the princess. Yeah. And he says, that's sissy stuff. Yeah, it's disgusting. She, she says, well, if you're not going to do it. And then she smooches him. Yep. On the cheek. Yep. And her sister, his sister laughs at him. Mm-hmm. They're kissing. Ew. So then later in the castle, Maid Marian is just daydreaming, I guess. Yeah, she's, she's just like kind humming of... and dancing around yeah. and thinking about Robin. Yeah. And Lady Cluck is like, oh, it's so cute. You know, of course he still loves you. He's definitely, you know, once everything blows over and he's no longer an outlaw, he'll definitely come. Yeah, when King Richard is back, everything will be back to normal and you guys can get married. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that you, we see Maid Marian's room and she has a wanted poster of Robin in her room, but as like a, hey. Yeah, yeah. it's on like the inside of her wardrobe. It's oh, yeah. like a secret, but it's very cute. Yeah, she's yeah. just like, oh, so handsome. Um, But she's like, no, he's definitely forgotten all about me. Mm-hmm. But then we cut to Robin, who is making food in their little camp, camp. out in yeah. the woods. And just n- not paying attention to it whatsoever. Yeah, and he's just staring wistfully off into the distance. Yeah. And little John can tell he's not paying attention and the food's about to burn. Yeah. And he's just like, Rob, Robin, Robert. <laughs> hey, lover boy. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, just go get her, man. Just go sweep her off her feet. Yeah. And Robin Hood's like, yeah, I'm just supposed to show up. We haven't spoken in years. And I'm just supposed to be like, hey, remember me? We were kids together. Let's run away together. Also, I'm an outlaw. I have absolutely nothing to offer her. And he she can't cook. Lives in a castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And then the food burns. Yep. And Friar Tuck shows up and is like, you're a hero. You know, you're doing so much good. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And little John says, you hear that, Robin? We've been pardoned. And we ain't even been arrested yet. Yep. <laughs> I love that little John does not have an accent. No. Most of these creatures are at least trying to be British. Or Phil Scottish. Harris is like, yeah. nope. Nope. I'm from Tennessee. And that's what we're, that's I'm what you from get. America. This is mm-hmm. the best that I can do. Like, he even tries to do an accent later. And it's just like, oh, that's why you don't do one. Because yeah, it's we, really we see. Okay. We get it. Yeah. But he's just an all-American boy. And I just love that. So, but... Friar Tuck has brought news and he's saying that Prince John is having an archery tournament and the winner gets to kiss Maid Marian. Yep. And so, <laughs> you know, this perks up Robin's ears. It, this scene is so funny because the stew is burnt, but yeah. Friar Tuck is like, ooh, you guys made stew. So he's like giving them the news while eating the stew, but it's burnt and yeah. he's like choking on it, <laughs> but he just keeps eating he just it. Keeps it. He doesn't have any food. All right. Burnt food is better than no food. I guess. It's, I mean, again, it's the classic where Robin's like, well, that's not going to get me to go, you know? And then he's like, obviously there's an archer tournament and that would be cool and I would beat the pants off of everybody, but we're not invited. And he's like, well, maybe Marion's going to give a smooch to the winner. And he's like, well, hot damn. Let's go. Pack it up. I'm going. Yeah. Oh, Robin, say you won't go. All right. You won't go. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're at the tournament, which I was like. I don't know. This felt really early in the story. Yes, I know. Same. I was like, isn't this almost the end? And it's yeah. not even halfway. No, I know. I was like, oh, I guess there's more. Okay. Right? In my mind, th- yeah, this was like almost the end. Same. But then I remembered the whole scene at the jail and I was like, oh, yeah, all that has right, to happen. Right, 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 right. So Sir Hiss is congratulating Prince John on his clever plan mm-hmm. to capture Robin Hood with this 
fake archery tournament. Yep. And he says, I will have my revenge. Mm-hmm. And then he's just mean to hiss. He's like, don't sit taller than me. You know it's that funny. nobody's allowed to be higher than I am. Yeah, you know you know, no one can be taller than the king or whatever, but he is too small for this throne, too. Yeah. Like, not he's only slipping around in it. is his crown too big, mm-hmm. but he's putting his arms on the armrests, and his arms are, like, up by his ears <laughs> because he's so little. Yeah. So then Maid Marian and Clucky have shown up, and then we see Robin just kind of, like, in a bush, putting his disguise on. Mm-hmm. He's dressing himself as a stork. Yeah. And then Little John also has a disguise, and it is just perfection. He has this, like, bright yellow page boy wig Mm. and, like, giant mustache. He has pink pants and a pink shirt and a pink hat, and the shirt is way too small for him. But it's not in a, like, it's not him grumbling and being like, Robin, this costume doesn't even fit me. He is fully serving this look. I think he picked it out himself and purposely made it too small. Yeah. The buttons are doing the lord's work <laughs> staying together and i love it so much because little john says to robin he's like you know you have to fool the sheriff of nottingham you know like this is gonna be hard you're walking into yeah a really dangerous position yeah and robin's like please and he just marches up to the sheriff and he's like oh mate me a face to face what a real treat you know shaking his hand and the sheriff's like fucking don't touch me dude like yeah what I'm, is your deal i've got to go ar- i've got an archery tournament to win get right. out of my way so little John's like, okay, all right, maybe Robin can act, but mm. wait till he sees this performance. Oh my god, <laughs> not bad, not bad. But watch a professional, right? So then he sidles up to Prince John, changes his accent, none, none. not a bit, nope. And he says, "What's up, PJ? Nice to see you. How's it going?" Yeah, and Prince John is like, He's "PJ, yeah, oh, I like that." His Put that on my luggage. <laughs> and the hiss is just like, who are you? And he says, I am Sir Reginald, Duke of Chutney. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's got a fucking monocle. Yeah, Duke of Mango Chutney specifically. <laughs> it is. It's just beautiful. Yeah, and the whole act works on Prince John. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Prince John's he- like, here, have a seat. He just sits on Sir Hiss. <laughs> Little John says, oh, excuse me, Buster. <laughs> Buster. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Prince John sends Hiss away and he's like, go look for you know who. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm being dismissed. I know. Uh, the, oh God, little John, you heard him. Scram. Beat it, long one. He's just like <laughs> fucking roasting him. And he just, oh, he can't, can't take it. So he slithers away to go look for Robin Hood. And we see Friar Tuck and Alan Adale see him and are like, all right, that guy's up to something. We got to keep our eye on him. Yeah. Start following him around. And all the archers have arrived. Yeah. We get like a little montage of Tuck, Friar Tuck and the rooster and, you know, following him around and his, uh, has put himself inside a balloon. Yeah. And floats up into the sky and is using his tail as like a propeller. Yeah. And it makes the tiny little It's just like... Noises. I can't even make it. I, know. I don't know. It's it definitely like a person. Yeah. But... I know, I how, know how I, someone I, and I love it noise. because I know that they made this. Yes. They made this noise. Yes. It is not computer generated. It's so cute. And I wonder what they did, but it's the perfect noise. It is. Um, But then Robin Hood goes up to Maid Marian. He's like, it's, you know, an honor to meet you. And I'm really excited to get to, you know, shoot arrows in front of you today. Yeah. And they make very meaningful eye contact so that she knows it's Robin Hood under there. Yeah. They blink at each other a lot. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you got fox eyeballs. I got fox Hang eyeballs. Hang on just a second. I ain't never seen an orange stork. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But Hiss sees all this happening and is like, ooh, I wonder. Mm-hmm. And is inside of a balloon, echoey, hollow Echoing voice. to himself, yeah. yeah. And then the greatest character of all time shows up. Just because it's a huge alligator voiced by Candy Candido. Yeah. And I love he's, him so much. He's there to announce the tournament and, you know, <laughs> be the commentator for it. And he says, the winner will receive one meatball. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a meatball on a little pillow. Yep. He's like, this is for you. And they're like, what about bread? And he's like, no. <laughs> you get no bread with one meatball. <laughs> Oh my god. There's no kind of structure to this tournament. No. They're just like, it has started, go. Yeah, shoot. Get out of the way, I guess. Yeah. And the Robin Hood stork has these homemade arrows made out of twigs that are tied together. There's no way they would fly any kind of straight. I know. And d- like, he has arrows. Is he just doing right. this just to show off? He truly, yeah, he's just crushing everybody. Yeah. He's like, this. he says, this will be my best performance. Like, he's just, he's, he's just there. Yep. He's kind of an asshole sometimes. Yeah. Maybe not an asshole. Just but like, very uh, full of himself. He can't help it. Yeah. yeah. Because he's being very annoying. He's barely looking at the targets. He's like flopping around on his stilts. Yeah. And then he goes up to the sheriff while he's concentrating. And again, just like, bop, just popping arrows off. And is like, I heard you can't even find Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. So. And then while he's talking to the sheriff, Hiss comes up behind mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Yeah. Looks at his butt, yeah. Like looks up his outfit, right? And is like, it's Robin Hood. Yeah. And what did you see in there? I've got to imagine it's just his legs and his big bushy tail. I guess, but it's stilts. just a funny like. Yeah. All he does is look up right the bottom of his shirt. Yeah. And then it's like, it's well, Robin Hood. There are only two foxes in the world. Well, yeah, but and Maid Marian's over there in a dress, so this one has to be Robin Hood. <laughs> What if Robin Hood was dressed as Maid Marian and then Marian was actually <laughs> doing the, the archery tournament? Stork. Yeah. That'd be really funny. They do look very similar. I think it would work. It's true. She just has long eyelashes. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, Sir Hiss flies off to tell Prince John, but Friar Tuck and the rooster see him and shoot him down and stuff him into an ale barrel. And he says, please, please, I don't drink. And it, like echoes yeah it's kind of sad it is kind of sad because he's uh, he's again he too is a very pathetic little character yes but in a fun way so the finalists have been decided the sheriff Boo. and the spindle-legged stork <laughs> from devonshire yay everybody loves him the, yeah the way that this crocodile says it, he's just like the spindle-legged stork he's chuckling to himself i don't know yeah he thinks that's funny but prince john is being all smug about it and he looks at maid marion and he's like I take it that you prefer the gangly youth. But I'm like, literally everyone just booed Did the sheriff and hear? cheered for the story. Yeah. Like, everyone hates the sheriff, and they're not even afraid to admit it at this moment. No. But so, uh, he's real evil about it. The target is moved back 30 paces yeah. to make it more challenging. And Nutsy, the vulture, <laughs> climbs in. Mm-hmm. He looks at, he talks to the sheriff before he does it. He's like, you know what to do, right? Yeah. And then he gets in, and when the sheriff... Shoots his arrow. Nutsy jumps up so that the arrow hits the target in the center. Right. Cheating. It is cheating. And then, just to really solidify this win, the sheriff's ever talking to Robin when he takes his shot and, like, smacks his The bottom of the bow. Bow. Yeah. In between his legs. And so it sends his arrow way off target. But he sees that, takes another one out, sends that after it, hits it. Boom. 
Yep. It's the bullseye. Bullseye. Splits the arrow in twain. <laughs> so he's celebrating. The rhino guards kind of follow him over because they know now like yeah. well, he must be Robin Hood yeah. because he won. And so they follow him over to the box. Prince John takes a sword and he's like, you know, great. Now you're going to get what's coming to you. Mm-hmm. And he like pretends that he's going to knight him, but he just rips his costume off. Yeah. With the knife. Uh-huh. And then he goes, sees him. It's very cool. He has no kind of emotion about it. He's no. very like, he's cool as a cucumber in this mm. moment. But then he sentences Robin to sudden, instant, and even immediate, immediate. death. <laughs> And then Maid Marian starts crying. She's yeah. like, no, you know, please spare his life because I love him. Mm-hmm. Love him, Prince yeah. John says. Yeah. Well, does the prisoner return your heart? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, yeah. he says, yeah, dude, absolutely. No question, my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Prince John is like, well, I don't have a heart of stone. Yeah. You know, Not a but, total dick. you know, he's still a traitor to the crown. So, uh, right. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, then Robin's like, a traitor to the crown. Hang on a second. That ain't your fucking crown. So, Mm -hmm. like, how can I be, you know, so he gets really mad. And then he's, long live King Richard. And Prince John's like, ooh. Yeah, because the crowd starts chanting it with him. Yeah. They all are saying, long live King Richard. I know. So I think any goodwill that Maid Marian might have garnered Mm him, obviously, immediately gone. So he says, off with his head. And then it gets real fucking dark because there's no music, no sound, in Mm -hmm. fact, except for this one drummer. And then a giant rhinoceros executioner who was just hanging out, I guess. Wearing the executioner's hood and everything. Yeah, big with, like, axe. glowing red eyes. Yeah. Ooh. He's just there to watch the tournament, I suppose. Yeah. Comes up. The children are all crying. Mm. Maid Marian is crying. And it's real bleak for a second. But then we hear Prince John say, stop. You know, just stop. Stop what you're doing. And we see him and he's looking mad uncomfy. Yeah, he looks like maybe he's sat on something yeah, or, you know, like arched. something's wrong with his back. Why is that? Um, well, that's because little John is behind the curtain holding Prince John by the collar mm-hmm. and pointing a little knife into his back. Yep. Telling him to release my buddy. Yeah. And Prince John <laughs> says, release my buddy. I mean, <laughs> release the prisoner. Everyone's confused, but they're like, okay. Yeah. They kind of waffle on it for a minute, but he's like, listen, I make the rules around here. You got to listen to me. So they let him go. And then the sheriff's like, something, something's fucky around here. I don't like this. Yeah. Something's going on. So he goes around the tent and sees that little John is behind the tent holding right. Prince John's collar and, mm-hmm. and telling him what to say. Yep. So he smacks him. Little John releases Prince John. Prince John's immediately like, kill them. But now Robin is free. And everybody, everybody's kind of like, you know what? All gloves are off. We're fighting this guy. Yeah. And everyone's confused, too, because they're like, yeah, we're going to chop off his head. No, wait, we're letting him go. No, wait, we're killing him. Right. <laughs> so, he, you know, that does give Robin Hood a bit of a, a head start. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, yeah, there's a uh, an action sequence, I guess you would say, of like. Yeah, big fight. Yeah. A tussle, as it were. Plucky. A Donnybrook, if you will. A Donnybrook. I will. Uh, Clucky tells Mary Marian to split because this is no place for a lady, and then she immediately turns around and is like, "All right." Yeah, <laughs> she fighting. ended up with the golden arrow yes. that was supposed to be the prize, and mm-hmm. she's just running around poking people with it. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Marian is useless in this moment. She's just like, "Help! Oh, Robin, help!" I know, like, but I was hide. also like, "Why are they chasing after her?" Yeah, she didn't. I don't know. Maybe as do anything. Um, collateral. You know, they oh, get her, yeah. and then they could be like, "Hey, stop her!" Will maybe know, who knows? But. Or everybody's just like, I don't know. <laughs> Are you dressed in pink or purple? No, I'm swinging this big axe at you. Yeah, fair. Who knows? So while they're fighting, like Robin goes and gets Marion away from the bad guys. And 
you know, he's fighting people off and kind of like keeping her safe. And he's like, Marion, will you marry me? Yeah. And she's like, of course I will. I thought you would never ask. You could have picked a more romantic setting, but this is fine. <laughs> right. They're discussing their life together. We'll honeymoon in Normandy. She's like, oh, yes, yes. He's like, she says, we'll have, he says, we'll have six kids. And she's like, oh, it doesn't at least. Like, yeah. They're just That's really planning cute. their life mid-fray. Yeah. And it is very adorable. Uh, we see... <laughs> There's a whole little John runs into a tent with a bunch of rhinos, like then, a very small tent. Yeah, lady, with very big rhinos. Cluck comes the other direction and barrels her way in, which pushes little John out the other side, and he's like, "What a beautiful brawl!" And he comes back in. <laughs> they just keep shoving each other, but then she stabs a rhino in the butt with her golden arrow, which it just starts the whole tent running with no one looking. Hey, who's driving this flying umbrella? <laughs> Uh, Maid Marian finally is holding her own. She's throwing pies at people yeah. while she's talking about all the children that they're going to have. Uh, the throne somehow ends up on the front of the tent full of rhinos. Rhinos with Prince John. No, with the Sheriff of Rottingham sitting in it. Yeah. It goes just crashing full on through a tower that these two gay elephants are hanging out on top of. <laughs> they do look pretty gay. They're just holding each other. Yeah. And uh, one of them goes to alert to be like, ah, the... They're over here, you know. He yeah. has to blow his horn or whatever. <laughs> and Lady Cluck grabs the elephant's trunk mid. Yeah. And he like swallows it back <laughs> into himself. And that is like very lodged in my brain yes, too. Yes, the sound that he makes. Yeah. Yep. And then she barrels her way through several rhinos like a football player. Just knocking him out of place. Mm-hmm. And escapes to the woods and yells, long live King Richard before yeah. she does it. And then little John like snatches her and before she gets hit with a bunch of arrows. And then we see Prince John crawling around, searching for Hiss. Again, Hiss, you're never around when I need you. Mm -hmm. And he finally finds him in the ale barrel, which he lets him out, and Hiss is drunk as fuck. He's like, ah, PJ, there you are, old boy, (laughs) which he would never dare to call him. No. But he's like, you won't believe this, but the stork is really Robin Hood. And that makes Prince John incredibly mad, and he ties him around a tent pole and says, get out of that if you can. And then it fades to black to the next scene. Where we hear one of the best Disney love songs ever. It really is. It's in my top five. Yeah, it's really good. It's so cute. And this this scene, I mean, I know we keep going on and on, but the scene is just, the whole scene burned into my brain. The mm. way that it's like kind of a dusky twilight. There's fireflies everywhere. Yeah. The song is so beautiful. There's water lilies. And then he has like a ring made out of a flower with a firefly in it. He puts it on her finger. Yeah. They go into the waterfall. It's just perfection. It's just romance. Fox romance. Invented romance. At its at its peak. Peak fox romance. <laughs> and you know what? They loved each other and they still love each other and they're together again. They're going to love each other forever and it's really cute. Yeah. Until I was like, well, of course, they're the only foxes. I know. Who they else really, could they love? They really should have made, made Marion a lion. Yeah. They just should have. Or made... Her cousins are lions. Right. Come on. Are lions and... Foxes related like, genetically at all? I think so. They're furry. <laughs> They're both mammals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a geneticist. Yeah, I'm a hairdresser. But they come out of the other side of the waterfall and there's no one in the campsite. And Marion's just like, oh, this night is so perfect. I wish it could last forever. And then Friar Tuck yells, surprise. And everyone is there all of a sudden. And they sing a banger of a song we see i mean everybody is there the little yeah. church are there and Otto the blacksmith is there and these two old ass owls are there and uh it's so cute all the rabbits the church mice everybody mm-hmm. and then we hear the song the phony king of england mm-hmm. which is so good yeah 
And I love this scene especially because, and I'll, we'll have to link it in the show notes because it's just cool to watch side by side, but they reused a bunch of scenes. They reused scenes from Snow White and Jungle Book and the Aristocats mm-hmm. to draw this scene. All the dancing. dancing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And we were talking about it a little bit and I was like, you know, do you think that they did it to save time or whatever? And mm-hmm. you said that it was actually harder yeah. to reuse those frames. So I got... Do you think they just did it as like a nod to? I think it was a little bit of a nod. And because a lot of the dudes who worked on this movie also worked on Aristocats and worked on Jungle Book. Yeah. Um, But it was also Wolfgang Reitherman, the director, was like, I wanted to make sure that we had sequences that I knew worked for sure. And yeah. So he was just stealing them from, not stealing them. He obviously he yeah, he was dr- like, hey, guy. His shit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he just wanted to make sure that it would work. So, yeah, just reusing them. But I, I just think it looks really cool. Yeah, it does. It's cute. And when you notice it, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's really cool. Yeah. So now we're back in the castle. And the sheriff walks in and he's singing the phony King of England mm-hmm. song. And Hiss hears him. And Hiss is kind of getting into it. He's like, oh, let me try a few bars. And he's like, mm-hmm. um so they sing a little bit and then we see prince john is listening to them he's kind of wandered into the room because he's drunk yeah he comes in throws some wine at them yeah and the sheriff is like i mean it's kind of catchy yeah like everybody's singing it and he says well if everybody's singing it then we can uh just triple the taxes yeah fuck it why don't we just we'll just take all their money and then see what they have to sing about them yeah squeeze it out of them so now it's some time has passed mm-hmm. it's raining mm-hmm. and everyone is in jail or they've run away yep and they're in jail because you know they can't pay their taxes right because they can't make money right um and it's the plays the not in nottingham song yes which is really sad but also so pretty and so good it's so pretty and it is it is so sad and i just I want this song to be so much longer. Yeah. And I like all the noises that are in it because we hear the rain is dripping and they've got like the clanking of their chains. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so, it's so sad. Mumford and Sons covered it. Oh. And they did a good job. That's cute. Yeah. But this, I mean, this will always be the best version. Yeah. Because it's got, it's got all of those things. Like I just mentioned, just all the noises that are happening. And then it fades out into the church bell ringing Mm -hmm. and the organ playing. Yeah. And so that I feel like needs to be a part of it too. But yeah, the, it's just wonderful. Um, at the church, the friar is ringing the bell, mm-hmm. and the sexton is playing the organ, and he's a mouse, so it's very cute. Yes, that he is like he's using his around. whole body yeah. to play, and the friar is like, I know nobody's coming to church, but hopefully, if they can hear this in jail, it will bring them some comfort. Yeah. And then we see Mrs. Church Mouse coming out and sweeping her tiny little mat with her tiny little broom. I know. And she, you know, sees the friar go over to the poor box and he sees that it's empty. And she's like, goes back into their little house, pull, lifts up their mattress. There's an entire coin in the yeah. mattress. And she takes it out to him. And she's like, you know, we were saving it for a rainy day. And the friar's like, well, it's sure shit raining now. Yep. And she puts her one coin in the box, and the friar is like, "This is the most that anyone yeah, your has last ever given." Farthing. Yeah, yes, and it's really sweet. And also, little mouse homes yes. get me every time. It made me think of when we watch Mouse Hunt, yeah. and you see him like climb into his little bed. He's got his like, little <laughs> tiny art. I know <laughs> it's yep. so cute. But guess who shows up? <sighs> who? 
the fucking sheriff. <sighs> His like farthing senses were tingling. It's true. He smelled the money. Yeah, and followed his stupid nose mm-hmm. into the church, and he takes the one farthing out of the poor box. The poor box. Yeah, out of the church. I know, which Friar yells at me. He's like, that's the poor box, you know, and he says, well, poor Prince John, you know, sure, appreciate whatever, whatever. And the Friar has had it. He's just ready to fight. He says, get out of my church. And he hits him with his belly. Yeah, they like belly Whoop. bump all the way out into the rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he just has um a staff yeah and the sheriff has a sword yeah but the friar still just beats the snot out of him yeah. and is like you know get out of here or whatever but then one of the vultures mm-hmm. swings in puts friar tuck's hood over his head and then they put a shackle around his neck and they take him off to jail yep they arrest him for high treason yep so now we're in the castle and Prince John is so mad. He again, he's sitting on the throne, doesn't really fit, so his, you know, elbows are up in his armpits and yeah. he's just like brooding as hell. And it's very uncomfortable. Like Sir Hiss is super uncomfortable, doesn't know what to do with it. There's no sound. He's just like, Sir, do He's like, You something. haven't counted your money for days. Yeah, you you're not your usual jolly self. Yeah. Um he's like, Listen, you know, uh, everybody's either in jail or they've run away we've got more money than we've ever had you know taxes are higher than they've ever been fucking friar tuck is in jail like literally everybody's in jail yeah like all these good things are happening yeah you should be happy but prince john's like i don't want any of that i just want robin hood you know he's Mm -hmm. bested me and i can't handle it um and he's like getting really mad and throwing shit around but then it registers in his brain that his said that friar tuck was in jail and he's like hang on we can use that as bait to catch robin hood yes and so he devises another plan mm-hmm. sir his is like mm, another plan mm. are you sure yeah, you really want to already uh okay. the other one worked so well you see that uh, okay that's what oh, we're doing all right yeah so he explains you know we're gonna hang friar tuck which sir his is appalled he's like you're gonna hang a man of the church ma- really but he's like yeah that'll get robin hood here yeah so I know, Sir Hiss is like, I may be a snake, I may represent Satan, right? but I would never. That's low, dude. <laughs> I crawl on the ground. Yeah. And that's low. Yeah. So we see Nutsy and Trigger, whom I love, building yes. a scaffold. Poorly. And Robin Hood in his blind guy disguise, which again, I'm like, there's there's one fox. Yeah. There's two foxes in the world. Robin Hood this and Maid Marian. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, bl- a blind old beggar. Well, I guess you got to look at his butt to know that it's Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But he uh, uh, hits his cane on the scaffold and is like, oh, what's going on here? You know, and they're like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to have a hanging. And the sheriff is like, yeah, we're going to hang Friar Tuck for treason. Mm-hmm. And Robin almost breaks character. Yeah. He's like, you're going to hang Friar. <clears throat> yeah. Hang, hang Friar Ooh. Tuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, and then Nutsy is like, maybe we'll have two hangings, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, and Trigger's like, shut up, right? Yeah, but again, Robin Hood can't help himself. He's like, don't you think that hanging Friar Tuck is gonna cause trouble from Robin Hood? Mm -hmm. And Nutsy's like, well, shit, Fire Sheriff, he guessed it. (laughs) So he's like, that's who we're hoping, you know, hoping that he'll come. And he's just like, "Hmm, okay, well, good luck, bye, 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 and then he wanders off. And he meets up with Little John and he explains, he said, they're, they're hanging Friar Tuck at dawn, so a jailbreak tonight is our only plan. Otherwise, he will die. Yep. So they sneak back. It's a little bit later. And they see that there are guards everywhere, of course. 
including Nutsy and Trigger, who are guarding the sheriff because he's asleep. Yeah. He's pulling the blathers. Yeah. Sleeping on the job. <laughs> and this is when I, like, it all suddenly hit me that I remember this whole scene. Yeah. Of them, you know, of him sleeping and the keys and the money and everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was all still stored in there. How right. nice. Oh, the huge chunk of movie I forgot. Yeah. So little John is behind Nutsy and is about to grab him when he just goes, one o'clock and all's well. <laughs> and this yep. wakes up the sheriff. He jumps up and he's like, can you stop? Yeah, he's like, how am I supposed to get any sleep with you yelling all's well every hour on the hour? Yeah, but and Trigger then, is like, I just, I have a feeling that there's going to be a jailbreak. Yeah, all's is not well. Yeah. But he's like, listen, stop pointing your gun at me for one thing. And secondly, <laughs> everything is fine. You know, nobody would dare. And if we're here, we'll, we'll handle it. Don't even worry about it. Leave me alone. So Nutsy goes back to his post and that's when little John grabs him and he makes like a whoop noise uh-huh. and so trigger and the sheriff hear it and they go to investigate but robin has dressed up like nutsy and takes his place yeah and they're like and oh, by shoot, dressed up like nutsy dressed up like nutsy we mean he has on his cloak mm-hmm. which he's pulled up over his head and he put a sock over his snout yeah so he looks like a beak yeah. his tail is sticking out uh-huh but uh you I know mean, they, vultures have fox tails they hadn't invented glasses yet that's true nobody can so. see shit they probably can't see. Yeah. He's kind of far away. I think at this point he has his tail tucked in, but he's kind of far away and they're like, oh, sh-, you know, it's just nutsy. He's like, get back to your post. And he's like, I'm a getting, I'm a getting. Yeah. But so he uh, comes over. Robin Hood dresses nutsy, comes over to the sheriff and is doing his best nutsy impression. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, shucks, sheriff. And sings him a little song yeah, to get, get him to go Gets asleep. him to fall back asleep. And then he's like, let me loosen up that belt. Takes his belt (laughs) off, steals his keys, sneaks Little John into the prison. They slam the door. Yeah, they don't mean to. It's like they're, he's trying to hand the keys through the slots and one of them gets stuck. Gotcha. And he like pulls the door too quickly. And um, Trigger thinks that he hears something because of that noise. But, you know, there's no one around and nothing to see. And the sheriff wakes up again and is mad. Yep. It's like, can you quit? Yeah. Just relax. <laughs> so inside the prison, Lil John takes the key, starts releasing prisoners. He goes and finds the friar first mm-hmm. and lets him out, which the friar is so loud all the goddamn time. Yeah. Like, My prayers have been answered. Like, Little John, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> but they go and they unlock everybody else. And yeah. while they're doing that, we see Robin grappling his way up to Prince John's balcony. Mm hmm. Who is sleeping in his big bed, surrounded by money. Yeah, just bags and bags of gold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, he ain't got a bank. Or a friend to cuddle with. Or a PlayStation 5. Yeah, any of those things. None of them. None of them. So, (laughs) his is in like a little bassinet at the base of the bed. (laughs) And it's like really long so he can stretch out. Yeah. And he's, you know, Prince John is snoring. And Hiss is sleeping, and the captions say, Hiss hissing. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. But Robin gets some rope and has this plane. He shoots an arrow down to Little John, and then Little John shoots an arrow back to him, and they've created this sort of like pulley system yeah. where Robin can hook uh, a bag of gold, and then they can just kind of like, yeah, pulley system it for up yeah, to I down. Don't, I don't really know what you, it's just, it's a continuous loop the way like a chairlift at a ski resort works right you know, yeah goes in a store. so the, yeah they take the coins down and then whatever yep it but, seems i mean i guess it's the most efficient way but it also it's extremely risky 
none of the guards are paying attention. No, it's just he's just in the room with with Prince John, and yeah. so I'm like nervous the whole time. I know, you know that that one of them is going to wake up, and Prince John talks in his sleep a lot, mostly about Robin Hood. He's yelling a lot. Yeah, maybe he has a crush on him. I think he does. Uh, he's rolling around in his sleep a lot too, and he ends up kicking Hiss in the face. Poor Hiss. And Hiss wakes up, but Robin Hood like kind of ducks down, and so Hiss like. Yeah. yeah goes back to sleep mm. robin is rocking him with one foot while yeah. still tying bags on yeah and they're they're really starting to make some headway on the pile of gold yeah uh little john and friar chuck are passing the money bags around and like you know here's a bag of money leave the jail here's a bag of money leave the jail but a bag of money that is on the pulley system the bottom of it splits open mm. and coins are dropping down onto the sheriff. Right. Which wakes him up. Being hit in the face with gold will do that. Sure. But just as he's about to yell, Little John from behind, like, snatches him, changes into his clothes, <laughs> and takes his place in the rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Just as Trigger runs up because he heard the commotion. Yeah. And Trigger, like, talks to him for a little bit and... Quick- quickly realizes that it's Little John. Yeah, because, I mean, they're not the same color. They're the same size, but other than that, they don't yeah. look anything like he's each like, other. He's, but... like, size and shape and wearing the same clothes, so for a second, he's like, yeah. oh, Well, because he's looking oh. around, too. You yeah. know, he's, like, looking over his shoulder. He's like, Sheriff, I don't have it. And then he finally looks him in the face, and Little John winks at him and then grabs him before he can holler. Yeah. Which, what happened to Nutsy at this point? Is he dead? He was tied to a tree. They tied him to oh, a tree okay. when he took his clothes. Yeah, so yeah, he's probably just, just still there. tied there. Yeah. All right. He's just over there like. Well, <laughs> so. Yeah. And at this point, the clock strikes 4 a.m. Wow. We see it. And so he's been tying gold to that rope for three hours. Yeah, basically. because this all started when Nutsy was like, oh, it's one o'clock and all the well. So it's yeah. been, yeah, three hours of gold stealing. That's how much gold there is. Isn't actually doesn't he say something about Nazi says one o'clock and all's well, but then I think the sheriff is like, You gotta you gotta put yourself up a couple hours or something like that. So I think he has the time wrong. No, he's telling him, I think, to like stop doing it for a few hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just like just don't holler yeah. again until five. Maybe that's it. Cause the you can see it that the sky is getting a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Robin C is the second to last bag of gold is behind Prince John under his pillow and he grabs that and it almost wakes him up but then it doesn't and then he sees oh there's one more yeah he's, he's cuddling cuddling it yeah which Robin Hood goes to take it but I'm like maybe just leave it you know just yeah. let it go get out of get out of there he has he to doesn't. entirely humiliate him it's true but he gets it he heads off but Hiss wakes up and sees him and bites onto one of the bags and at the same time wraps his bod around Prince John's ankle, mm-hmm. which ends up dragging the whole bed. I'm like, that's a really strong snake. The snakes are strong. It's true. <laughs> Prince John wakes up, starts shouting for the guards who are shooting at Robin. They just hit a bunch of the bags of gold. Everyone is escaping from the prison, holding their bags of gold. Yep. And the rhino guards come to help, but they end up just not paying attention at all and crashing They're, through prince john into the only thing that bricks. yeah they know how to do is gather in groups of three and run charge yeah yeah like a train mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not very helpful nope because he's like guard cease desist stop and they just crush him and there's a bunch of you know little scuffles and people escaping and stuff and uh skippy the little rabbit he tries to fire an arrow 
yeah. to stop one of the guards. He misses entirely, but Robin Hood is behind him and yeah. shoots an arrow at the same time. Yeah. So Skippy thinks that he did it, I and know. it's really cute. Very cute. Um, Little John and Robin Hood find a bunch of wine barrels and roll them in classic slapstick mm-hmm. uh, villain destruction. Mm-hmm. It takes all the rhinos out. And everyone climbs in the cart and they haul ass out of there. Yep. Friar Tuck yells, next stop Sherwood Forest, which like, just come on, d- dude. Stop announcing everything stop you're doing, my telling dude. telling people where you're going. But as they're running, they realize that they've left baby Tagalong, the rabbit, behind. I know. He's like, mom, wait. I know. That's so cute. So Robin Hood hops off, goes running back after him, scoops him up, starts heading out, but the gate closes. So Robin Hood just hands off the baby rabbit through the gate to little John. And he's like, you guys go. I'll figure out another way. Yeah. And he starts scaling the gate. Um, He's like climbing up a wall. The rhinoceros guards throw a bunch of spears at him which get stuck in the wall and so he uses them to yeah go all the way up just some parkour, parkour. Way, yeah. yes into prince john's room but the sheriff comes out in his underwear with a torch and he's like oh we got him now yeah and but then he's just starts setting shit on fire yeah, he's just swinging it around at the the draperies and the tapestries the linens everything <laughs> is ablaze the flammable shit it comes yeah so fast it's scary this scene always scared me as a kid because yeah, I mean, and this is probably pretty realistic. Encompassed, yeah. Yeah. Everything just... Yeah, I imagine everything's pretty dry. I mean, I guess it was raining, but, like, everything inside is going to be, like... Well, and they don't have, like, fire-retardant fabric. Right. It's, like, all Cotton. very, yeah, flammable <laughs> cool. shit. There's just straw everywhere. The bed's probably made of straw. Truly. But, uh, yeah, it goes up really fast. So Robin runs up to the top of the spire, mm-hmm. and Prince John is like, Kill him, kill him. <laughs> He'll hurt me, hurt me. <laughs> uh, but he jumps into the moat at the last second. Yeah. It. Do you think this is the same moat from Sword in the Stone? Yes. Do you think when Robin Hood jumps in, like Merlin and Arthur are down there as fish? Yeah, they're just down there like to and fro. Well, is that a fox? <laughs> is that a fire? Terrifying. <laughs> a fox on fire. <laughs> a fire fox. Oh, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, Prince from- John's yelling. Robin jumps. The guards shoot arrows into the moat. Yeah. It looks like it's the end of Robin Hood because his hat floats up and it has an arrow in it. I know. And Little John and Skippy are standing at the edge of the moat watching this happen. Yeah. You know? And they're both, like, super sad about it. They wait for him to resurface, but nothing but his impaled hat resurfaces. And Prince John yells victoriously, you know, we got him. Little John is crying and Skippy is like, he has to have made it, right? This yeah. can't this can't be it. And he just kind of looks at him and then they're crying together and they start wandering off. But then Skippy's like, wait, what's that? And we see just like a little reed making its way mm-hmm. through the moat. And so they go to look at it really close and a bunch of water gets sprayed in Little John's face and then Robin Hood pops out. And he's like, it's me. I'm fine. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hey guys, were you worried about me? Yeah. So then they look up and yell at Prince John. Haha, I'm not dead after all. Oodalali, long live Prince King, King Richard. Richard. Yeah. And Prince John gets really mad and then hisses like, I told you, I told you your stupid schemes would never work. You never listened to me. Now your mm. mother's castle is on fire. Look what you've done. And Prince John gets really mad and starts chasing him with a board and trying to smack him. Yeah, and calling him like a slithering serpent and a Yeah, you cowardly cobra. Yeah, just all sorts of sniveling serpent. Yeah. All alliterations. Mm-hmm. Alliteration alliterative insults. Yes. Which is just rude. <laughs> but now the rain has stopped 
Some time has passed. Nottingham is beautiful again. We see yeah. all of the Robin Hood wanted posters, but uh, they have like been plastered over and it says pardoned by King Richard. Mm-hmm. The sun is out. Big old lion hearted King Richard is back. Yeah. We see the sheriff and Prince John and Sir Hiss are all working on the chain gang. Mm-hmm. And um, Robin Hood and Maid Marian are getting married. Yes. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. King Richard is there and says, no, I have an outlaw for an in-law. Ha, 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 Yeah. So they get married. Skippy climbs up on the carriage with them. He's like, well, they're going to have a bunch of kids. Somebody's got to keep all those kids in charge. So yeah. he's going with them, I guess. And that's it. It's the end. Yep. It's so beautiful. It's Such so a cute. good good story. Yes. Classic. Well done. Classic tale. Yeah. I guess I should watch a Robin Hood that's not like a joke. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though. Like, which one? Because the uh, the Kevin Costner one is apparently really terrible. Oh, definitely that one, though, because they made fun of it in five different languages. Yep. In Robin Hood and Tights. Yep. Because I have a shapely bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i don't know which one any any of them maybe read this read a book i guess uh, what yeah yeah where's the on switch am i right <laughs> how do i charge this anyway <laughs> is it a replay or a rewind oh a replay for sure definitely absolutely yeah. i will wear this one out. i'll find some way to wear out a digital media just like i did with my vhs <laughs> don't ruin my disney plus like, account I can't, I can't play it it's just robin hood is warped for some reason anytime i'm trying to play it <laughs> disney i get an email from disney plus like please you're ruining there are other movies yeah <laughs> you're ruining this movie contrary to popular belief digital files do have a shelf life and you're ruining it for everyone else uh did it make you cry no no me neither nah it's cute but it's not you know you know robin's okay yeah and... it's not like a tearjerker and yeah you know what's gonna happen yeah yeah the parts that are sadder are like when the little bunny's birthday party gets ruined I and his know. mom's crying you know like and but then how you know robin hood's they are come make it better for him yeah. yeah so very cute but yeah no no tears so it came out november 8th 1973 Dang. had a budget of five million it initially made nine point six million, and then they re-released it. So all told, it made about thirty-three million dollars. Nice, it was pretty good. It only has a Rotten Tomato score of fifty-five percent, which is bullshit. That's weird because it's like I feel like it's like the standard. Yeah, you know, like it's almost like unrateable. Yeah. What do you mean you have? What's wrong with it? Bad things. No, this is. I'm saying one of the movies. I know. <laughs> like, I know. what do you compare movies to? Yeah. If not something like this, right? fuck all of you and your tomatoes you're just mad because it awoke feelings in you and you're a furry now and you blame this movie (laughs) and it's fine you know it's okay just embrace it don't be mad so vincent canby of the new york times said that it should be a good deal of fun for toddlers whose minds have not yet shriveled into orthodoxy which i kind of like but it's yeah. just like, as long as you're not a boring old grown-up. Yeah, as long as you're not You'll love trapped it. in, you know. Yeah, the way things should be. Right. You can have a little fun. And he called the visual style charmingly conventional. So okay. he's like, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Dave Billington of the Montreal Gazette said, As a film, Robin Hood marks a comeback of sorts for the Disney people. Ever since the old maestro died, the cartoon features have shown distressing signs of a drop in quality, both in artwork and in voice characterization. But the blending of appealing cartoon animals with perfect voices for the part makes Robin Hood an excellent evening out for the whole family. Which is 
True, but also the Aristocats came out like three years before this, and that movie is a fucking banger. So like, I just feel like every Disney movie that we do, someone is like, "This is a comeback for Disney." Yeah, you know, like from 1950. Yeah. To 1990, <laughs> everyone's like, "Is this the comeback? Is this it?" And it's like, "No, actually, you it have won't to wait be for the Little Mermaid. Calm down till 1989. So just hold your yeah. horses, there, champ." Uh, some people didn't like it though. Jay Cox of Time Magazine is mad about his name. <laughs> yeah, yes, because <laughs> well it's not be. even C O. Not even the X. Yeah, it's just C O C K S. Straight literal up, literal Cox. Jay Cox. Do you think uh, his middle name is literal? <laughs> J literal actual. Not even spelled differently. <laughs> Cox. Uh, he said, even at its best, Robin Hood is only mildly diverting. There is not a single moment of the hilarity or deep, eerie feeling that the Disney people used to be able to conjure up or the sort of visual invention that made the early features so memorable. Robin Hood's basic problem is that it is rather too pretty and good natured. So normally I wouldn't correct you on reading. Oh, I'm sorry. What I say? But you said... Um... Not a single moment of hilarity or deep, eerie feeling, but it actually oh. says deep, eerie fear. Yeah. Which I, I only want to mention it because I'm like, oh, this guy is mad because this isn't scary enough? Yeah, yeah. Like, not every movie has to be terrifying, my right. dude. Right. And I mean, as a child who watched this movie, I can tell you it was scary. Yeah. Things being on fire is scary. Yeah. Watching people almost get executed is scary. Yeah. Yes. And, and the scene even before where... Prince John is just sitting there in the dark, not talking. Yeah. And you can feel the uncomfortable, like, yeah, that, that is not necessarily scary, but it's certainly eerie. Yeah. And it, it there are memorable feel like it, it has created memorable feelings. Yes. In our entire generation, for yeah. sure. Why are you trying to traumatize children, Jay Cox? The fuck are you, Don Bluth? <laughs> Great. Stop. Uh, and then... <laughs> perpetual cranky man gene siskel mm. said gave the film one and a half stars and said uh it was 80 minutes of pratfalls and nincompoop dialogue what Sh- do you want shut up it's a children's movie. my man it's fun it's colorful it tells a cute story come on come on pratfalls nincompoop dialogue yeah. sir what what it's hilarious just say you don't like phil harrison go <laughs> <sighs> he's the best but, so this is the first movie that the Walt Disney Company made completely post-Walt, mm. as it were. Yeah. Because Walt Disney died in 1966, and like I said, this one came out in 73. Yeah. But it is absolutely stacked with animation legends that yeah. we've discussed before. Directed by Wolfgang Reitherman, who, as we know, did Sword in the Stone, as well as Aristocats and Jungle, Back, Jungle Book. So yeah, of course, he's like, yeah, we get to use those animations again. I- they're mine. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm in charge. I kept I'm using them here them. in this folder for this purpose. <laughs> um, and it was written by Larry Clemens, who wrote The Rescuers, Aristocats, and Jungle Book. Nice. And then Don Bluth worked on it. Ollie Johnston, Frank Thomas, Milt Call, mm-hmm. along with a ton of other people. Yep. It was also the last Disney animated movie that all of the nine old men were alive for. Oh. So after this, you know, they just started. Dying, dying off because they're old guys. Which movie did we do that Wolfgang Reitherman did with Art Stevens where he was like, maybe I am too old to do this anymore? Uh, Fox and the Hound. Yeah. Yeah. He said, maybe it's a young man's game, Art. <laughs> and then he died in a plane crash. Yeah. And then he just died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, so we can add a lot of strings to the board there as yeah. far as uh, cast and crew goes. But thematically, too, there's some there's some strings we can add here. So okay. whichever color we use for themes. Right. Just pull that one out. Uh, tie-dye. Yes. Because originally, Disney wanted to do a movie about Reynard the Fox, oh. who is a character from a medieval literary cycle, mm-hmm. which a literary cycle, if you don't know, is a group of stories surrounding one character. Oh, so like... Um, Sherlock Holmes or something. Yeah. Okay. And so Reynard was an anthropomorphic red fox and he was kind of a trickstery type. And the story that Disney wanted to do was called Chanticleer and the Fox oh. about a rooster and a fox. But then, so the those original designs of Robin Hood and Alan Adale were from that. He had like drawn them up and he was like, oh. maybe, you know, this is what the they'll look like. The rooster was going to be Chanticleer. Mm-hmm. Weird. But they were like, this is too boring for children. So they shelved it. And then it wasn't until sometime later that they were kicking around the idea of reviving a classic tale. And somebody said, well, how about we do Robin Hood and we can use, you know, animals instead of people. And we've got yeah. this fox design from Reynard and Chanticleer and all that. So Chanticleer never got put anything until years later when Don Blue said, I'll just put that guy in my pocket and use it to haunt Meat Wedge much later in the 90s. <laughs> yes. And then he did. I just thought that was very interesting. It is interesting. I love finding out that like, oh, you know, they almost made this movie, but then they made the one we just watched, but then they'll go back later and recite. Like, it's just interesting to think that. Yeah. What could have been. There's like a big folder somewhere of like, Mm -hmm. well, we should make a movie. Let's see what we almost made. Yeah. Let's uh, let's smash around in the file. Some of them together and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Reuse some dance numbers and we got a movie. (laughs) (laughs) wham bam thank you ma'am we got a movie let's go Boom, flip it (laughs) yeah especially now that they're not putting out movies every four years they're just like whenever we get one done we'll put it out yeah shit why are we restricting ourselves we could be making so much money exactly so yeah a lot of the voice actors who are in this like the guy who played nutsy and the guy who played the sheriff and one other guy were all like well-known western actors oh because they thought about making this movie set in like a western setting which would be i think would be a lot of fun yeah to have like this tale of robin hood but put it in this like different yeah just i don't know yeah a different setting other than like the forests of england yeah yeah for sure yeah because we've all seen that. that yeah i feel like i feel like the wild west is a very like medieval feel to it you know yeah it's absolutely all just kind of like every man for himself and everybody's fighting all the time yeah so i don't know that would have been interesting too but yeah because they had that thought they got a bunch of these like guys who were known for playing westerns and then they're like well we'll just put them in there anyways man yeah they already said they do it so yeah what are they gonna do back out now right <laughs> they also had an alternate ending where robin hood gets injured by prince john with a sword oh. towards the end in a fight but they were like this doesn't fit right because one Prince John is too like pathetic and we've made him incompetent. Yeah, too and much so this of a wuss. Makes him, yeah, and so it doesn't fit with the mood. Also, it's a little bit too dark. The rest of this movie is like kind of silly. Although I would agree, I would argue that some of these things are it's pretty dark, darker than they maybe thought. But they're like that's just a step too far. That yeah. Robin's actually hurt, and they're like it takes away from Robin Hood being this hero who this kind of like untouchable, you know, yeah. like yeah, because- outsmarting. Yeah, Prince John is not smart enough, so it would have had to happen, like, almost accidentally. Right. And then that just makes Robin Hood look dumber. Right. Yeah. So they're like, no, 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 we'll just have him be untouchable. Yeah. Which I think is the way to go. And so that's it. 
What a great end. movie. Yes. Glad we did it. Me Glad I had too. a reason to watch it. I love watching a movie that I haven't seen in a long time and being like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. Why mm-hmm. haven't I watched it in several years? Yeah. And now I can, you know, watch it again and not wait 12 years to watch it. I, true. I don't think it's been that long. We used to watch it at Southview House all the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It was kind of just always on there for a few months. I think we went through a phase. Yeah. The songs are good. And a lot of these guys like from this time period, these like dudes who were real big in the 50s, just have such a wonderful way of talking. Yeah. You know, which is why they put them in these movies, because their voices are so delightful just to listen to. And, you know, though, I know I keep harping on Phil Harris because he's my favorite, but like the way he talks, but Mm -hmm. also the way that Peter Ustinov talks, the guy who voices Prince John, Mm -hmm. like all of them just have this wonderful way of talking and i imagine that some of these lines were just kind of them being like oh i'm a comedian let me just yeah like yeah and we've we've talked about it before on the show but just the back in the day Mm -hmm. when voice actors were voice actors and they didn't just get celebrities to do voice work when it was like that was their job right and not to say that actors you know screen actors aren't good at being voice actors but just like when that's your whole focus, I do feel like they're mm-hmm. able to put so much like nuance into it. Yeah, absolutely. They're very focused on like the cadence of what they're saying. Yeah. And you have to convey a lot more, you know, because they know they're not using any of their face or body parts. Yeah. Which is what we do here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, and I like, I don't know if it's just like that time period or what, but that's also something that I really liked about Willy Wonka is the way mm. people talk in that movie mm-hmm. is very like you know, burned into my brain, like we always say, and, like, very comforting, and it's the cadence of people's... Yeah. Voice, like, the newscaster on Willy Wonka. Yes. Another golden ticket. Just, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. people don't talk like that anymore. It's just nice. It's true. Well, I think parts of it were because, like you were saying, I mean, there was a lot more voice acting, but it was, too, it was coming off of this era of you only had the radio. You didn't have television. Yeah. And so it was all these people who had to, yeah, convey the emotion and the expressions and all that just through their voice. And so these people, you know, while they've been on TV and in movies and stuff, were probably trained by some of those same people and grew up in that era. Yeah, for sure. Having to do it. And also with things like Willy Wonka, I think part of it is just, you know, uh, the microphones were farther away. You had to project a little bit more. You had to, it was like, you know, being on stage and like just having to, yeah, and you, you, yeah, and that's a that's a good point of like because people do talk differently on a stage than they do on a set. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so again, it's a comforting movie. It's good. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's the way it sounds, movie. the way it looks, yeah, all of it. It's great. Well, I loved it, and I'm glad that we did it, and I hope you guys loved it too. You should come tell us about it. Tell yeah. us how you feel about this movie. Tell us how you really feel. Anything else, really. You can come talk to us on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. It's Replay Rewind Pod. We'll get around to that eventually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. If anybody want to... Somebody might look at it. Manage our social media for free. Let us know. <sighs> God, we... That would be great. We'll give you college credit. We're not accredited or a college, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll write a nice letter on your behalf yeah. to a college or sure. a job or something. Yeah. Maybe. You could yeah. put it on a resume. I don't know. I'm just, you know, yeah. We we're just spitballing here. Uh, we'll call your high school sweetheart and let them know that you're very successful now. Yeah, what a great job you're doing. Yes. Wow. How influential. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we'll be so much help. Anyway, uh, if you want to check out our 
website, you can go to the Instagram and there's a link in the bio there. And that'll take you to all the other fun shit that we have going on, like our Redbubble page or our Patreon that you can sign up and get bonus episodes of other goofy shit that we do. Where sometimes we don't do kids movies. We do movies that are decidedly not for children. Or we just like mix them up. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool shit going on there. We'll send you a sticker. So go check that out. Over yeah. there. And uh, if you want to listen to our other episodes, you can find those on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google. Uh, did I say Spotify? Also there. Anywhere, everywhere. Anywhere just find us. People are always like, oh, where can I listen to your podcast? I'm like, literally wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, just go look for it. We'll be there. If it's not there, message us on one of the aforementioned platforms and we'll put it on there. Maybe. If we can. We'll try. Yeah. We'll do our best. Speaking of other episodes, what are we talking about next time? Bucket Snake? Uh, Next time, we're going to talk about when Max makes a preposterous promise to a girl he has a crush on. His chances to fulfilling it seem hopeless when he is dragged into a cross-country trip with his embarrassing father. Really wish they wouldn't make these so ambiguous. Right. How are we supposed to know what movie that is? Also, it's just a very oddly it's written a- sentence, yeah, but that's fine. What are you In do? the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. Don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and rob from the rich and give to the poor. Absolutely. Just eat them, actually. Just eat the rich. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.